Welcome to Nick's Factor. I'm Adam Nix. With the podcast platform finally starting to take shape, I thought it'd be a good idea to lay out some of the topics and then plant a flag in my position on some of them. Uh, that way, maybe we can give you an overview of what to expect and scare off anybody who's easily offended uh, so we don't have any surprises down the road. I created this show because most of my life, and certainly all of my adult life, I've spent a lot of time researching and looking into different topics that I'm interested in or that I think are important in some way. And it's only recently that I've started to realize that this isn't common practice and that other people have other hobbies that aren't quite so dorky, like following their favorite college football team or their favorite athlete um, or their favorite musical artist. So this is what I spend my time doing, and I think this stuff is cool, but it's not just cool and interesting, it's also important. And I think that everybody could enhance their life um, by understanding science and uh, different mysteries of the world and the universe uh, a little bit better than they do. And most people don't think about this stuff, and they, a lot of people haven't even heard about some of this stuff. So I think it'd be really cool to use this podcast as a platform to share ideas on different interesting and important topics, and so that's what we're gonna do. So along with realizing the fact that most people don't think about a lot of these more scientific or more academic topics in their day-to-day -day life, I've realized that a lot of people also don't spend a lot of time outside, and I think that that is a big part of it. Understanding the world and understanding science and understanding the universe and then understanding your place and your connection to all of it. Um, so I travel a lot and I spend a lot of time outside with my kids, with my dog, with myself, my girlfriend, doing things that that, uh, that bring us closer to nature and put us out there in it. And so on the show and on the blog, I'll be talking and posting, writing about different adventures that we go on, posting pictures and reviews of different destinations and recommending hiking and mountain biking trails all over the country. So the goal there is to inspire people to get out and have an adventure and go explore the world. Because again, I think that that is one of the core components to having uh, this, this human experience and this life that we have here on this earth, which is such a cool gift. Um, I think we need to do as much as we can with it, and a big part of that is seeing as much of the world as we can. Now, I did grow up religious, but I grew out of that in my early 20s. Um, I don't have any ill will or animosity or disdain for religious people in general. I think that tolerance of other people's beliefs is key, but I also think that allowing yourself to believe absolute nonsense is a slippery slope to just completely abandoning logic. So in place of religion in our household, uh, we teach our kids responsibility, mindfulness, compassion, and how to use science in their everyday lives and how to be aware of the fact that really everybody uses science in their everyday lives and most people don't even realize it. So some of the specific scientific topics that we'll cover or the different areas of study that we'll cover on the show um, primarily be a lot of neuroscience and philosophy. I've, I've been really fascinated with neuroscience for the last year to year and a half. And I think that it's one of the most relevant sciences uh, out there where that's really studying what it means to be conscious and what it means to have an experience as a person um, or as a, as a sentient being. And so I think that's such an interesting thing to understand. And I think it's probably the most important thing to understand as a human being is what does it mean to be me? And what does it mean to make decisions and to have an experience? So neuroscience and philosophy are, are big things for me. Um, and we'll get into that on the show quite a bit. Uh, I'm particularly interested in the study of consciousness, the role that it plays in reality, and how we can impact our own experience and our own quality of life through the, the, the met, different methods of thinking and processing information and reacting to situations. Um, astronomy, uh, I think, is a wonderful appetizer for scientific investigation. It really, um, I think, taking your kids outside on the back porch and, and showing them the stars and, and teaching them after you've taught yourself how to understand the procession of different heavenly bodies through, through outer space and how that maps out on the ground and 
uh, I just think that's really interesting stuff, and it, it, it really gets their minds going, gets your mind going. So astronomy is something that, uh, that we do in the house here and that uh, I, I try to advocate for to everybody because, believe it or not, really astronomy is something that anybody can learn. We all know the sun rises in the east, sets in the west, but the stars and the moon and everything else are, are almost just as simple as that. And once you begin to understand the relationship in the heavens, you can really get a good idea um, and have a, have, a, have a lot of fun predicting where they'll be tomorrow night or where they'll be next week or whatever, mapping stuff out on the calendar. And um, there are a lot of great astronomy apps out there. Uh, if you don't have Starwalk 2, I'd recommend going and picking that up. Uh, it has uh, augmented reality, and you can use your phone to look to look all over the all over the sky. They map out constellations, and, and you can see uh, the ecliptic and everything else. Really cool stuff. So astronomy is going to be big uh, on the show, and it's something that I would recommend that everybody implement in their own household, whether you have kids or not. It's something that adults can really enjoy. My girlfriend and I have a great time sitting on the back porch looking at the stars and mapping out you know how things are happening. And uh, we're both very very new to even armchair astronomy, so. Um, archaeology. Um, I've always been an archaeology nerd, but as an adult, I've, 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 I've studied and researched even more, and I, I feel more strongly than ever that archaeology is, is, is one of the most undervalued fields of study in terms of uh, its impact and, and relevance in day-to-day -day society in, in the 21st century. And uh, in particular, just to throw out one of my crazy ideas uh, that, that's certainly not my own and, and been developing over the last several decades, but is the idea that there was an advanced race of, of human beings that uh, that was wiped out near the end of the last ice age by a, by a, an asteroid impact of some kind about 12,000 years ago. Um, I think that the uh, the evidence on that is, is very, very strong, and um, that's just one of many things I want to look at, but we'll be looking at different uh, archaeological uh, subject matter in the podcast as well. The study of philosophy, science, and reason I think is really important. I think th these are the most important and most effective tools that we have with which to approach this common physical reality that we all share. And so uh, that, that'll, be, that'll be one of the, again, sort of the core principles uh, that this show is built on is, is everything that I look at, I try to look at and approach from the most logical perspective that I can. Um, but at the same time, I'm also really intrigued and, and curious about the, um, the notion that maybe logic isn't always the best tool to, uh, with which to approach in a situation. So if you have a conflict in, in, in your, of a personal nature, maybe being overly, logic is, overly logical is a possibility. Um, maybe it's not. So I'm really looking into that right now in my, in my own time, and, and I'm interested to see what, what comes out of it. And now for the politics. So I am a proud and enthusiastic gun owner. I don't think that gun laws are perfect, but I don't think that prohibition is, is, is the way to solve much of anything. Personally, I think the idea that cops are going to save you from a home invasion or a mugging or a carjacking is, is laughable. Um, and, and for that reason alone, I think it should be the right of, of every law-abiding and responsible adult American to, 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 to be able to possess a firearm in their own home, in their own vehicle, if, uh, at, the, at the very least. I'm particularly disgusted by uh, the the level of division that exists in, in, in America right now, especially racially. Um, the things that that are going on, the things that are said in the media and by people in social media and people on the street right now, I think are disgusting. And I think that people from every side are to blame. I think that, that uh, non-minorities need to stop 
pretending that racism isn't a thing that doesn't exist and that it doesn't impact people's lives and the lives of minorities every single day. Um, that's a huge problem. The, the, the inability for, for, for certain people to see that and to admit it. Um, and at the same time, I think that uh, a lot of minorities need to stop and realize that just being a, a white middle-class male doesn't give you a golden ticket through life. We're still afraid of police. We still have a hard time at the bank. We still have people that are rude to us. We still have people that, that slam the door in our face when we go into a gas station. We still have areas where we very much are the minority, where we're used to being called cracker and honky and everything else and having our lives threatened and, and just being out of place and made to feel uncomfortable and unwelcome because of our race. We do understand what that's like. At least some of us do. And so I think that there's a big lack of understanding on the part of a lot of minorities um, or a misunderstanding that, that, that somehow we don't, Certain people don't know how that that feels. Um, I think that's a problem, so we'll be talking about that too. Uh, I'm very pro-gay. I think that that, uh, that the idea of discriminating against people for sexual orientation is just confusing to me. I don't understand it um, when I look at it from the outside. Uh, so very pro-gay, very pro-transgender rights. I think if you're born feeling like you're another gender, you should be able to pursue your destiny and live out your life as a man or a woman or whatever you feel. Um, best suits you. That being said, I think that, that people who propose that gender is entirely a, a social construct or a cultural construct, I think that that idea is, is, is offensive to the intelligence of a thinking adult. Um, I think that, that it's, it's, ob it's obviously one of the most ubiquitous and universal uh, constructs in nature, is that uh, every, every mammal, every reptile, has a male and a female gender. This is not a social construct. It's, I'm intrigued by how out of control this argument has become when, when the reality of it is so obvious. Uh, but I'm interested to hear opinions on it and, uh, and, and maybe have some discussions on that at some point too. The war on drugs is the most abominable intrusion into indiv individual liberties that, that that's that's existed in this country in a very long time. The idea that an adult uh, is, is, is able to own a firearm, is able to fight and die for their country, is able to serve in a police force, uh, or, or drive a motor vehicle, or, or drink alcohol at, at, at the age of 18 or 21 years old, and then is not able to, to use cannabis or, or psychedelics to, uh, to, to, to do, soul, do some soul searching and have some alone time with their thoughts and put a microscope on their neurology from the inside out and make themselves a better person, a more productive person, to find motivation, to fight depression, to, to, to fight uh, phobias and other types of, of issues. Um, the idea that these things are controlled and these are restricted, but alcohol is okay, and, and, and nicotine is okay, tobacco is okay, um, and for that matter, high fructose corn syrup is okay, and pharmaceuticals are okay, I think is a glaring, obvious double standard that needs to be looked at uh, aggressively very, very quickly. Um, I think that science could come a lot further without the stigmatization of psychedelics if, if, if scientists at some point in the future were able to utilize and, 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 and incorporate psychedelics into the scientific method or into their scientific inquiry. Um, any scientist who has ever worked with psychedelics would tell you, and most of them haven't, I would assume, but anyone who has would tell you that there is definitely something there to be learned and there's definitely a utility to these substances that drastically, greatly outweighs uh, 
any of the side effects that have been reported in actual scientific medical studies. So yes, I am absolutely all for and in favor fully of the responsible use of psychedelics and cannabis by responsible adults. We're going to talk about all this stuff and a lot more on the show. We'll have interviews with experts, lay people, and cohorts of mine just to keep things interesting. Uh, but there'll be lots of good information and ideas going around. So make sure that you check back, subscribe, and follow on YouTube at NixFactor and at NixFactor.com. Thanks a lot. See you soon. Welcome to the Looney Bin.